I V M. Hey folks, this is Chuck and welcome to Getting Meta. We are in the spin-off part of this podcast where we are doing a series called Ask Meta where I answer your questions on careers, freelancing, mental models, productivity, anything else that you think I'm qualified to answer really. Um, prog metal recommendations, I guess. But yeah, whatever you have, uh, send it my way. All right, so we have done two episodes of this already and uh, likely to do a few more. Well, depending on whether I hear questions from you. So if you have a question that you'd like my opinion on, please do send it in. And I'm happy to keep it anonymous as well as some people have asked for. All right, without further ado, let's get on to this. I have about three or four questions today. And the first of those comes from Shreyas. Hey, Chuck, this is my question for getting meta um so i see a lot of um techies in bangalore um trying to do side jobs or side projects um where they want a chance to learn stuff that their job is not teaching them or um just build out a a, a resume flex point what are your thoughts on uh, you know doing something of this sort what advice would you have for someone who's uh, looking out for side projects or side gigs sure is high interesting um so Side hustles, absolutely. I think I have a bit of personal history over there, uh, although I am not from the space of tech, but just to set a little bit of context, let me talk about it. I had a pretty decent advertising job when I started my career, but it wasn't very high paying and it wasn't taking up all that much of my time. So I did have a bit of time on hand to do other things. And that's really where I started freelancing. I did a little bit of cartooning, a little bit of writing and of, and explored a few other things as well. And that kind of helped, uh, although I wouldn't necessarily call them CV points. I think that helped me build a network that was different from my professional network uh, or at least the main professional network, uh, which was my advertising and all that. And there were some overlaps, which was kind of interesting. And I think all that gave me two things. Uh, I mean, three things. One, it gave me money, of course. Two, I think it gave me a network that I could leverage on later. In fact, some of the free gig reviews that I used to do when I was freelancing eventually landed me a job at OML. I mean, it was a bit of a uh, more nuanced connect than that. But yeah, uh, those are starting and ending points. And third, I think it allowed me to explore something outside what I was doing for most of the day. And I think that's important. I think if anyone is going to do a side hustle, it needs to be something that's different from their day job. Unless they be in it for the money, then I totally understand. Then it's completely fine. right? But if it's not about the money, then I don't think it should be the exact same thing as they are doing at their day job. Uh, for a number of reasons, there could be a conflict of interest to... Uh, Two, it's not very different from what you're doing on your day job. It can get frustrating. Like the, uh, uh, the reason I used to freelance uh, in other spaces was because it gave me a bit of a break from what I was doing and it allowed me to switch on and off, you know, uh, and develop other kinds of skills. So uh, again, unless money is an issue, I wouldn't recommend doing the same thing as you are doing in a day job. So if you're doing, say, DevOps in your day job, don't de do DevOps freelance in your free time or weekends. I don't think that will work out. I think you'll get frustrated over a period of time. And most importantly, you look at that space as a way to build other skills. Now, those other skills could be skills that you already had uh, and you just want to build on. For example, a lot of us might be good writers or 
uh, artists or something like that, use that, build that up as a side thing. Uh, don't any, uh, don't immediately look at making money out of it. I think that's the, uh, that's a mistake. Uh, build up credibility slowly, slowly. Have an idea of what you want to work towards and build those skills. Maybe even take a couple of courses or something like that. But basically, get to a point where you can monetize it, and maybe like draw up a five, six year plan where that could even become your uh, main source of income uh, by quitting job and ironically doing DevOps on the side. Um, so that would be one piece of advice that I uh, that I have. Uh, the other reason why I recommend doing something that's different from your main job is because if it's an ultimate aim of doing uh, uh, CV flex, I don't think a potential employer would look very kindly if somebody were to be doing the same thing that they're supposed to, uh, that they're being paid for on their own time, you know, so it may not look very good that way. But let's assume now that your question is they're doing one thing at their day job and they're doing something else, maybe creative or otherwise during their free time, in which case carving out time is the most difficult thing in my experience because, uh, you know, it tends to be dispensable. So carving out time and treating that time as sacred for doing that, be it two hours a day, be it like four hours dedicated over the weekend. I think that's very important. Um, do that, carve out that amount of time. I don't expect it to be perfect from the word go. I think there's a lot of iteration, etc. that needs to happen. Goodness knows that some of my earlier drafts and even published comics and all that were absolutely horrendous. Uh, but I'm glad I made those mistakes uh, early on so that I could, you know, course correct and uh, course correct and all that. Having a balance, I think, really, really helps. I think you need to get... I think the. I think it all boils down to this, though, Shreyas. Um, that freelance that you're doing, uh, whatever it is, uh, be it creative or be the same thing, I think it needs to give you something. It needs to either give you experience, it needs to either act as a de-stressor or a, you know, a way to creatively uh, uh, spend your time or it needs to be a way to make money. Be clear on which one of these three or, you know, uh, another objective that you have is and then optimize for that. If it's a mix or if it's a muddle or if people aren't sure, then I think it will end up being a bit of a mess and will lead to frustration later. Because let's face it, jobs are taking up more and more of our time, uh, right? Um, and the, uh, the ex uh, you know, uh, allowing that time to creep into freelance time, potential freelance time uh, is always a risk. Uh, so be clear on objective and to carve out time would be my two major suggestions. Hope this helps, Shreyas. Hope this wasn't a long rambling answer. And now let us move on to the second question, which comes to us from Nagalakshmi. Uh, hi, Chuck. Uh, I'm Nagalakshmi. I'm a 30-year-old uh, stagnant employee at an MNC. Uh, I started my career uh, in the same company and uh, it's been eight years. Uh, I plan to switch and I'm searching for a job from uh, past one year and uh, I got two offers right now. Offer one is an MNC again uh, with a pretty great package. Uh, with uh, JD, not that great, uh, but I have experience in working on the uh, similar role uh, in my current company. Job 2 is a product-based uh, company uh, with not that great of a package, uh, but the role is very aspiring and I would really think that uh, I will be comfortable or uh, excel in that role. Uh, you know that MNC hikes uh, single digit and uh, there is a lot of people placing involved, which I'm not uh, that great in. Uh, so yeah, uh, that is one point and uh, maybe... Uh, yeah, by end of an year or so, I may be uh, equivalent to this uh, or maybe in the same pay scale as the uh, company one. 
because of that uh, role offered so yeah i uh, i have uh, uh, i'm not sort of per se settled in life uh, not done any investment planning to buy a house so i seek your advice in choosing one of the paths here uh, your time here is much appreciated hey uh, thanks for sending in that question i think this is a common uh, problem that people would be facing um especially in you know the start of the 30s or so which is either go down uh, uh the career path that uh they are familiar with and comfortable with uh, or take up something new completely uh, completely different now if i were you i would actually look at the pros and cons of both of these and i would be more tilted towards moving towards a second option which seems to be something different uh, i could hear it in your voice as well you sounded a little more viscerally excited about the second option uh, and i think that's not a bad idea because one a little different from what you're doing right now so you yourself will be excited about it this is um you know a friend once told me uh, when i was shifting jobs drastically uh, from advertising to move to events uh, he said if it's not exciting you or if it's not scaring you then it's not worth doing i think that's a bit of wisdom over there um but that little bit of wisdom aside i'd ask you to consider two other things one is work life balance i think that's very important i think as something as very underrated and something that tends to you know uh i think it needs to be romanticized a little more i think this whole hustle culture and you know uh, slogger as of and uh, do all that is um, not very healthy and not especially when you're entering your 30s um, so see which one is going to give you uh, which you feel is going to give you a little more of a work life balance the second thing that i'd ask you to consider is what the worst case scenario is there's something i've spoken about on the show multiple times and i know it's not a good thing to i mean at least in indian culture it's not a, it's not considered a, the done thing to think about what the worst case scenario before starting something would be but i would like but i would urge you to do that purely because then you are prepared for what the worst case scenario is going to be for example if you take the second job and if it doesn't work out for whatever reason right you may not uh, like doing what you're doing or you miss the parts of an mnc what or it turns out that there is equal amount of people pleasing to do over here as well whatever the case may be always like figure out what the fallback plan is going to be in this case can you go back to your current company or look at that uh, first company that mnc that you spoke about etc i think once you do that the it doesn't look as daunting anymore for example when i got into freelance it was a like scary decision for me but then i looked at it in perspective and said hey okay if it doesn't work out in 3 months i know that there are few places i could possibly apply to and i won't be out of a job right it may not be the ideal scenario but i won't be out of a job right so i think those are the two three factors to consider if i were you uh, i would definitely go with the service company it seems like something interesting the early 30s is a good time to try a shift like that might become a little difficult later on and yes you're right the hikes etc will be on par and is likely to exceed in fact what you are um likely to earn in an mnc which has a certain way of going the other thing i have noticed also is that an mnc is um this is not specifically a criticism about where you are working because i don't know where you are working but just my observation general is that it's less reliant on people and more reliant on processes and uh you, you know Uh, people tend to be replaceable more of uh, more easily than in a smaller product based company or something of that sort so these are a few factors that i'd ask you to consider and take your decision accordingly i mean i don't want to dictate your career but yeah those are things that i would keep in mind hope these help and best of luck do write back and let me know 
which one you have ended up going with. All right. Thanks so much for that question, Naglakshmi. Let's go on to the next one. And this comes in from Chetan Sinha. Hey, Chuck. My name is Chetan and I am talking to you from Pune. I am a big fan of your podcast. I found the Rohan Joshi episode to be especially insightful. So my question for you is that how does a young professional figure out what are they good at and what do and what sh- should they actually pursue as their career? So uh, I am currently doing a PGP in data science and finance. The only reason that I'm doing this is the fact that I worked in data science and finance right after college. So I don't have a sense of purpose behind doing data science or I don't even know that if I would be good enough in this field to actually make it into a tangible career. So I guess my main question is that how should I actually go about finding what I am good at A and B is that how should I deal with the feeling of throwing darts in the dark while I am uh, going about the process of of finding my my ideal uh, profession. Thoughtful question, Chetan, um, and not an easy one to answer, but let me give it a shot anyway. So first off, I'll say that I think uh, the first job that you do after B school or wherever is highly overrated. I think there's a lot of pressure to get the right job in the right profession. I don't think that's the case, really. I think you first few years should be used for experimenting, try a lot of things and see which one gives you most amount of satisfaction. Uh, let me make it clear, though, uh, you, you were talking about finding out what you're good at. Uh, I think uh, that's something that will only come after a period of time, right? Now, there are a couple of ways to approach this. And forgive me if I'm getting a little too, like, um, uh, if this seems like a little uh, fluff. But one thing that you could be good at is the skill by itself, like, say, data science in your case, or advertising strategy in somebody else's case, or, you know, whatever, neurology, I guess, in somebody else's case. The second thing that you could take away from any of these jobs are the sort of like uh, skills that you don't really put onto a CV, but you know are very important for the job. Like you might be very great at you. You might have ins- insanely good people skills, for example. You might that's something that you might realize only after working for a couple of years and saying, "Hey, I seem to be doing this and have a great relationship with all my clients, whereas all my peers are facing the same problem." You realize. You start learning things like that about yourself, right? Um, then you then you think about which jobs could fit something like that because you are naturally good at the process in some way, right? Uh, or you could be uh, very good at uh, getting insights out of data, something that might formally not be part of your role or might not be even be the job title, but you happen to be good at it. And then you can maybe take another course or something and jump somewhere else. Um, but I'm going to be uh, straightforward. Right? The figuring out what you're good at is something that is going to come about just by trying. Right? I think there are lots of people that are good at many, many things, except they're not doing that right now. Right, And also because they haven't given themselves a shot at doing it. I think you have to experiment, you have to figure out, you have to, uh, I mean, you're while you're doing your job, that puts, I, there's a lot of learning to be had from there and you're obviously putting food on the table and a roof above your head, etc. With respect to that, you need to constantly evaluate whether you are the best fit for this job and whether the job is the best fit for you, to be very honest. right? If it's not, 
try something else. And I think a good way of going about it is actually trying to have a side hustle or a see first question in this uh, in this particular episode. Um, trying stuff on the side will allow you an unbeatable way to figure out what you what else you might be good at. Because let's face it, your day job is only going to give you so much wriggle room with respect to experimenting, right? When you're freelancing, you can try a lot more other things. And to be very honest, Chetan, uh, if it weren't for those early freelance experiments that I did, I don't think I would be a full-time freelancer today. Even though the spaces that I operate in are completely different, but I knew that, hey, I could get... I could do this freelance world and uh, because of those early experiments that I tried. So I think hustling on the side is a good way to figure out, figure that out. Also, because you can change things up. You try something creative today, that doesn't work out, no problem. You can try something else later, so on and so forth, right? So that would be a good way. But there is no direct answer to this because uh, I think figuring out what you're good at is something that will come across only if you put yourself in those various situations and see, one, whether you're good at it and two, whether you enjoy it. Uh, right. Uh, and I think at least one of those is extremely important uh, when you're building a career. Your advantage is you're young. So you have at least a few years to experiment around with this. Constantly ask yourself one one heuristic I have sort of figured out over a period of time is if, how do you justify each month in your next job interview? And how do you justify every month in your current job to yourself in some way? Right. Uh, the second one is often more <laughs> challenging than the first. And I think that will help you figure this out. Uh, all the best. It, I know it's uh, it might this might be a deeply unsatisfying answer, but your question is a difficult one to answer. And to be very honest, the only way to figure out is just doing. Right? It's not even enough to just draw on somebody else's experience and say, "Hey, I might be good at that" or something, because. You never know till you actually put yourself in those situations. So give yourself the opportunity to put yourself in those situations, try out various things, even if it's on a freelance basis. And the best thing for you, honestly, might be to get to some level of short term financial security and then just do freelancing itself for a while for a year or so that will give you insane levels of freedom to try out various things. Um, uh, and yeah, if you have a question on that, then you know where to write into. But yeah, hope this helps and all the best, man. I think uh, the, uh, the fact that you're thinking about this early in your career itself, I think is uh, is good rather than just going with the flow. So yeah, super. That ends the three questions that we had for this uh, episode of Ask Meta. There are a few more which I will address next time. And I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to. Uh, the, I, I love these questions that are coming in uh, and I hope that they're useful. Or rather, I hope that my answers are useful. And please send them in. I am at Chuck of All Trades on Instagram. Oh, you know, you know, you have all these details anyway there in the uh, there in the show notes. So please feel free to mail me at any point of time, and I will help you out. All right then. Thank you once again for listening to Ask Meta slash Getting Meta, and I will be back in your ears sometime next week. Have a good weekend. <laughs>